Legacy Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. One on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Lake Sports Network. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are here for another one. We got another episode of one-on-one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. This is episode 81, ladies and gentlemen. We are climbing up the charts, only 19 away from 100. Wow, two years into the game, uh, and we are climbing up the episode mountain. But once again, everybody, thank you all for tuning in for another episode of one-on-one. This week, of course, we are here for the power rankings for week 11 on this amazing Thursday. We're very excited because... We've got Thursday night football tonight. And for the first time this season on Thursday night football, my Green Bay Packers take on the Tennessee Titans from Lambeau. I'm going to watch the game. You know, I'm going to try not to get upset, try to just enjoy some football. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but uh, it should be a, a interesting one uh, tonight. Very excited to see if Green Bay can go out there and go on a two-game winning streak. They're going on a five-game losing streak. Definitely something that I – Hope that happens, but you know, we're not gonna, you know, be upset one way or the other. I'm 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 jocking for draft picks right now, ladies and gentlemen. I'm dra- jocking for a draft pick. So, worst case scenario, we keep losing, she'll get a, a solid uh draft pick this year. If not, and we win, maybe we we turn this thing around. Who knows? Uh Super Bowl, I'm not even gonna do that right now. But anyway, with all that being said, we got a lot to get into. Um, and before we get too deep, I do wanna kind of like uh, take this time to to honor, you know, the the gentleman uh, that passed away, uh, that were killed uh, at UVA on Sunday. Um, it, it's it was a very sad, sad, sad situation going on, and um, uh, I'm just I'm a little bit heartbroken, I, a lot of bit heartbroken. If I had to be honest with you, I, I cover this UVA team. I'm a you know people know, yeah, I cover the team, but I'm a UVA fan as well. And this hurts. Um, I've never, um, I never thought that anything like this would happen. I mean, we know stuff, crazy stuff happens all the time, but for this to happen this way was just, it's crazy. You know, the guys go on a field trip, you know, with a group of, you know, people and they go on this field trip to DC, they come back and you don't expect that when you get back from the field trip, when you're back home, back on campus, that something crazy like this would happen. And unfortunately, we lost three. Um, young men, uh, Lavelle Davis Jr., Devin Chandler, and Deshaun Jones. And, you know, it, it's heartbreaking, man. Like, I spoke with Lavelle Davis about a month ago uh, after the first game of the season. We were in the presser, and I got a chance to ask him a question about, you know, you know, he had just got back from, you know, being off of the year for due to injury. Uh, you know, the guy's six seven. He, he had a lot tons of opportunity, you know, potential to be, you know, uh, a, a good player at the next level. And um, because of 
some craziness. Unfortunately, we won't get an opportunity to see what that young man was able to do. I was very excited about his future. Very excited. Um, Devin Chandler, a young man coming from Wisconsin uh, who transferred over, didn't get an opportunity to even get a play a down for this UVA team, but he was embracing himself um, in the culture. And, you know, it's just, it's just sad. I don't know. I, I'm just heartbroken that, you know, this situation has happened in general. Uh, you know, Deshaun Jones, starting linebacker, having a pretty solid season, doing some good things for UVA, um, you know. And, you know, my photographer, Christine, uh, was at the last game doing photography. She got a couple of shots of him, and she even said to me, she's like, Darrell, I cannot believe that this has happened. I was just there. I just, I just was looking at these guys play, and I was like, I feel you. I absolutely feel you. And then um, there's one other – uh, two other people that were injured. One I don't have a name of, but I did hear that today that they are doing fair and that they're in a better spot. And then, of course, uh, Mike Hollins, uh, who is the starting running back or one of the starting running backs for this UVA team. He was uh, shot through the back, went through his stomach. He got out of his second surgery, according to his mom. He, he's he's getting there. Uh, I think the part that breaks my heart the most, is he, I don't think he knows that um, his that his friends are um, no longer here. And that's that's the part um, that that breaks my heart. So, rest in peace to Lavelle Davis, Devin Chandler, and uh, Deshaun Jones. I it, it was rough, man. I, I just heartbroken, and I hate to start the show on a somber note like that. But I wanted to make sure that those you know that the fellas got some love from me, and and that I'm praying for their families, praying for everybody at UVA. Um, they've been UVA has been extremely great to this network, uh, and they have been kind. They've been always nice. Uh, and to see this happen to the UVA family really breaks my heart. It truly breaks my heart. But um, this show is dedicated to them. I'm not going to I'm gonna try my best not to mess it up. So this show is dedicated to those three young men. And, you know, we started this thing off, ladies and gentlemen, uh, with the recap from last week. So last week, power rankings is what we look like. Uh, we had the bottom bottom had the from 32 to 21. We had the Texans, the Panthers, the Lions, Steelers, Raiders, Jaguars, Bears, Saints, Packers, Cardinals, Colts, and Broncos. That's a little bit different this week. That's a little bit different this week. In the outside looking in, we had the Browns. We had the Browns. We had the uh, Rams. We had the Commanders. We had the Falcons, the Bucks, the 49ers, the Patriots, the Bengals, the Titans. And then we had at number 11, we had the Chargers. Now, for the top 10, top 10 looked like this. The New York Jets was at, were at number 10. The Seattle Seahawks at number 9. Then you had the uh, Baltimore Ravens at 8. Miami Dolphins at 7. New York Giants at 6. Dallas Cowboys at 5. At the Kansas City Chiefs at 4. The Buffalo Bills at 3. The Vikings at 2. And the number one team was the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, you know. This is there's a there's a little bit of change within this. Uh, most of you people already know based off of Monday night's performance for the Eagles. So uh, there is a new number one, but we'll talk about that when we get there. Uh, then let's talk about our top five MVP candidates heading into the uh, to week ten. We had Hertz at one, Mahomes at two, Allen at three, Smith at four, and Derek Henry at five. And so you know, yes, my top five has fluctuated quite a bit. Um, you know, over the last, uh, you know, couple of weeks, you know, some people that have been consistently in there, 
Uh, Mahomes has been consistently in there. Allen has been consistently in there. Hurts has been in there consistently. Uh, but it's just like, you know, the other positions have flip-flopped and changed. And so, uh, but it's been fun. We got a different different number one this week, but we'll talk about that as well when we get to it. Uh, our playoff rankings last week, heading into last week, where we stood last week, Buffalo was the one seed last week. Buffalo was the one seed in the AFC, Kansas City two, uh, Ravens three, Titans four, Jets five, Dolphins six, and Chargers seven. Now that the AFC is the AFC took a completely different turn uh, this week, and and I'm telling you, man, it's 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 a little bit mixed. There's a couple teams still in there. I think we lost one team out of that group, but uh, besides that, it's 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 pretty interesting. And the NFC side, the Eagles. Uh, the one seed Vikings two Seahawks were uh, the three seed Buccaneers four uh, Cowboys five Giants six and then you had the San Francisco 49ers uh, coming in at number seven. Then uh, we swing to our players of the week last week and we had Joe Mixon. Uh, both of these guys had buys this week, so we did not see them play. So they did not get the opportunity to repeat. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, they did they did not get that opportunity. But Joe Mixon and Justin Houston were our players of the week from last week. Then I went 79, 56, and 1. I was feeling pretty good heading into uh that week last week. So it's it, it was a it was a good week uh overall, you know, record-wise. I was able to bounce back a little bit, so that made me feel good inside. But we'll see how things happen for week eleven. With all that being said, I've done enough talking for the first 10 minutes of this show. Let's go ahead and get into it, y'all. Let's get into the bottom. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the bottom this week is going to be pretty interesting because we've got a lot of a lot of a lot of craziness going on in at that bottom. You know, uh things have changed quite a bit. We've had um We've had teams come in and, you know, that have been kind of consistent at the bottom. And then we've had teams that may have not been, you know, you know, too hot at the bottom. But nevertheless, we've had uh, teams that have like kind of fluctuate here and there. So. Sorry about that, y'all. I don't know. <laughs> A little technical difficulty, so I do apologize about that. But yeah, so we the the bottom has been kind of back and forth this year, uh, uh, this time around. So we're gonna see if the bottom will will flip up just a little bit and, and see if things have changed. That's where I'm intrigued about to see if things have changed. And with that being said, let's check out the bottom. All right, so here we are with the bottom this week. So we got the Titans. Excuse me, not the Titans, but the Texans coming in at 32. The Texans once again uh, struggling one seven and one. They've they've tried to get themselves on the right foot. Uh, things just haven't went their way, and it's unfortunate. You you know you feel bad for them because, like we've said in weeks past, young but just inexperienced, just young and inexperienced, and it just hasn't went their way on a lot of fronts. And so maybe they'll eventually get it together, uh, but I don't think we're there just yet. So they're they're still a work in progress. Uh, this week they take on the Commanders. I will be flying to Houston for Bowie TV to check out Commanders and uh, uh, Texans. So it should be uh, a very uh, fun one, uh, despite you know 
this Texas team has played hard. They fought hard every week. They've been in the mix every week. They they gave the Giants all they can handle. Giants were just too much in that contest. But at 32, we got the Houston Texans. At 31, the Las Vegas Raiders. They might as well go back to Oakland because, oh, my goodness. How do you lose to Jeff Sarity and the Indianapolis Colts? A shame on me. I, I pick the Raiders every week, and they've disappointed me all week long. I, I'm, I'm almost guaranteed that a loss each week is going to be from the Raiders. Uh, they have done that to me all year long. Uh, and I'm, I, I've, I've got to stop picking them. I, I just I have to stop picking them, y'all. I don't know why I keep doing this to myself. I keep picking them, and they keep doing me dirty. So, But nevertheless, we got the Raiders at number 31 after losing to Jeff Sarity and the Colts. And then, you know, Jeff Sarity, who comes off the street. Jeff Sarity came off the street to be the head coach of this Colts team. And he leads them to victory, brings Matt Ryan back in. The Colts team played hard. They played hard for Jeff Sarity, but the Raiders just falling apart. They're two and seven, and they're number 31 on this power ranking. Next, we got the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers are at number 30. Uh, you know, the Panthers have had woes. Um, throughout, but they were able to get a dub against the Falcons. They almost beat them a couple of weeks ago, you know, so they could be four and six and the Falcons could be in their place right now. Uh, but that, that NFC South is still wide open. So even though, um, you know, they're probably, they're like two games back. They're still in the mix somehow, some way in that miserable <laughs> NFC South, but a nice win for the Panthers. They went 25 to 14 over the Falcons. Very, very, very bad Lost for the Falcons. A lot of people picked the Falcons. We had a lone ranger in Falcons picks last week here on the network. Joe Diller Jr., the only smart one in the group, was to pick uh, the Panthers, and he and he got the lone ranger win on that one. So congrats to Joe. But the Falcons fans were not happy. Uh, we started hearing uh, the Desmond um, Ritter chants. Um, you know, we started hearing those footsteps, those whispers. But I think for now, we'll still see Mariota, but he can't have too many more games like this. We got the Panthers at 30. At 29, the New Orleans Saints. The Saints lose a game to Pittsburgh that was just unbelievable. Two teams that have struggled uh, this year. The Saints are just – I truly expected the Saints to be better than what we're seeing, y'all. And what we've seen has been bad. And I'm I'm still kind of shocked that it's been as bad as it has been. So maybe they'll figure it out eventually. Maybe the Saints will get it together, but the season is starting to fade. Uh, and I don't know. I'm not going to say they're tanking, but there is at a point that if the Saints continue to go down this road, uh, I don't know where their draft status is. Um, if they if they have a, a pick um, inside of that uh, top five. Oh, actually, I take that back. They, they would be the fourth pick of this draft. But as of right now, that pick goes to the Eagles because of that Gardner-Johnson trade. Go figure. <laughs> the Saints are at 29. At 28, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville fought hard, you know, gave it their all uh, against Kansas City. You know, they 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 scored late in the fourth quarter, tried to make it look a little bit better. Um, you know, Jacksonville just really couldn't hang with Pat Mahomes and the crew, the number one scoring offense in the NFL. Uh, you know, and so I just look at this Jaguars team a little bit sad because I really thought they were going to make some moves this year a little bit. I thought that they would really compete in that 
uh, division. And they're not out of it by far, but I really thought they would be competing a little bit more. Uh, but the Titans are starting to pull away in that division. So, you know, maybe they can just continue to grow and get better as the season goes. And I still have faith. I like Doug Peterson being there. I just don't know if they got the pieces. We got Jacksonville at 28. At 27, the Chicago Bears. Chicago is a team that is just playing really well lately. Uh, but to lose that heartbreak, I mean, they lost in a heartbreaking fashion to the Lions, 31 to 30. Uh, what a game by Justin Fields. He is starting to become one of the most dynamic players in the league. Uh, he had 150 something yards last week, 167 yards last week, and 147 uh, this week that just passed. He had 13 carries for 147 yards and two touchdowns. He is just out there doing his thing. Um, but, you know, my biggest fear with that, with running quarterbacks, is you want to eventually get him to a point where he's not having to run the ball. You don't want him to destroy his body. Chicago, man, you got to get this man some help. Claypool is nice, but you're going to definitely need more. But we got the Bears at 27. At 26, we got the Broncos. Man, Broncos are just terrible. How are they so bad? You know, Russell looks terrible. And that's hard to say. You know, I, when I saw Russell Wilson going to the Broncos, I'm like, wow, this is great for them. But it's been bad. It's been a bad experience. I, I'm not going to say they're going to give up on the experience because they really can't. They just gave this man a whole bunch of money for four years. So if they got to do anything, the Broncos, I got to figure out a way to get Russell uh, and this team going, or they're going to have to get him the pieces he needs because it's going to be a long, long season for Denver. Long, long season for Denver. But they just can't get it going offensively. Their defense plays well. Offense, trash. It's the nicest thing I can say. We got the Broncos at 26. At 25, the L.A. Rams. Um, the Rams lost to the Cardinals. See, my logic last week was I said, oh, I'm going to go ahead and pick L.A. because they, they just got the Cardinals number. But that just wasn't the case, man. Colt McCoy came in 26 for 37, 238 yards and a touchdown. The the Cardinals look really good when Colt McCoy's in. He's a he's like the best backup they could have possibly have on that team. And he looks he looks good when he's in there. Um, but they went it, we were able to get in there and get the dub. They're four and six. The Rams are three and six. The Super Bowl champs are struggling, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's safe to say we probably will have new Super Bowl champions this year. We got the Rams at 25. At 24, the Cleveland Browns. And Cleveland, you know, despite the loss to the Dolphins, guess what? I got some good news for you. Your starting quarterback, the $200 million man, uh, Deshaun Watson, started practicing this week. He should be back. They say week 13, so we got another. Y'all have a bye next week, and then he returns. So we will see the return of Deshaun Watson uh, after the bye week and when they take on Houston. So, Man, go figure. Just go figure, ladies and gentlemen. I'm out. <laughs> it's it's been a wild ride. I still think I got to give Jacoby Brissett some love because you know I feel like he's he's held down the fort the best way he could since um, Watson has been out. Um, so we'll see. I'm I'm just intrigued to see what the Deshaun Watson Browns will look like. But for now, the Browns are 24 on this power ranking. 23, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh gets a nice little win over the Saints. Uh, nothing crazy impressive. Pickett, 18 for 30, 199 yards. Nothing to write home to mama about. Uh, Najee Harris had a better game. He's been struggling this year. Still no touchdowns, uh, nothing, at least not a touchdown in this one. Uh, 20 carries for 99 yards. Uh, let's see if this Pittsburgh team can kind of get it together. They're at 23. At 22, the Lions. 
two-game winning streak for Dan Campbell and the boys. You know how I feel about the Lions. Offensively, they've got a really – they've got a, a decent offense. They, they, I still think they need more pieces. I still think they got to get a lot of things together. They're still not – a hundred percent there. There's some things that have to be fixed before they're really where they need to be. So, uh, but I like what the Lions have done the last two weeks, beat the Packers. You beat the bears, two division matchups, getting dubs. Congratulations to the Lions. They're at 22 at 21, the Atlanta Falcons, the Falcons are uh, the top of the bottom right here. Uh, and, and, you know, to me, there's teams in here like on paper that are better than this Falcons team. But for now we got them at 21 and, and Mariota's got to get his act together here. Uh, if not, we're going to see Desmond Ritter real soon. And uh, I don't know how much he's going to like that. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. That is your bottom for this week. Bottom, bottom, bottom. Watch out for the bottom. Well, let's go ahead and, and swing to the outside looking in. It is time to see who's knocking on the door of the top 10. All right, here we are. Our 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 inside no excuse me inside our outside looking in ladies and gentlemen at number 20 the Arizona Cardinals they picked up the win against the Rams uh it wasn't a pretty win but hey sometimes a win is a win they got the dub great game by Colt McCoy uh you had James Conner looking like James Conner from last year 21 carries 69 yards two touchdowns DeAndre Hawkins had 10 receptions for 98 yards Hawkins has been nothing but good since he's come back nothing but good and and unfortunately, it just hasn't turned into what the Cardinals would like. But we'll see if it continues to get better. We got the Cardinals at 20. At 19, the Green Bay Packers back into the outside looking in. They're still not there yet, y'all. They're still a far way away. But they're, they're not back in there yet. But a big win. Big win against Dallas, who is a top 10 team, uh, at least on this power ranking, is a top 10 team. And, you know, it just it, they just fell apart. Again, Dallas struggles. When they play Green Bay uh, and and it's just like certain teams, you know, how certain teams just had certain teams numbers when in the 90s, the Cowboys just had Green Bay number no matter what happened. But the last 20 years, Green Bay has held their own against uh, Dallas and especially in the Aaron Rodgers era. It's just it's been great uh, for Packers fans. So congratulations to my guys, Aaron Jones, despite being you know injured last week, 24 carries, 138 yards. Oh. Looked good, AJ. Appreciate that, brother. You keep that rocking and rolling. Packers are at 19. At 18, the surprising Indianapolis Colts. They're now five, four, five, and one. And Jeff Sarity goes in there and gets a dub. Jeff Sarity goes in there uh, as the interim coach, comes off the street and gets a dub for this <laughs> Indianapolis team. Now, despite all that being said, against a miserable Raiders team, but regardless, you know, you, you still got to come in, you still got to play the games and Coach got the dub, man. So congratulations, um, Jeff Saturday. You definitely deserve uh, the round of applause. So I'm going to give that to you right now. So congratulations to Jeff Saturday and the Indianapolis, Indianapolis coach trying to get things back on the right track. Got the coach at 18. At 17, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay uh, goes to Germany uh, to take on the Seahawks. Uh, and Tom Brady is now the only quarterback to win a regular season game in London, Germany, Mexico City, and of course the United States. So he's got a win and and he's I think he's undefeated internationally. So I mean just another, you know, feather in the cap for Mr. Thomas Brady. Uh but a, a win for them, you know, the young running back White had 22 carries, 105 yards. 
Chris Godwin came back into his form with six receptions, 71 yards, and a touchdown. So the Bucks, you know, looking looking a lot better, getting a win, starting to get back on the right track. This is uh, back-to-back wins for the Buccaneers. They are are five and five and the number 17 on the power rankings this week. Number 16, the Washington Commanders. Left hand up. Who are we? We are the commanders. <laughs> the commanders with a great win. I just I had the opportunity to go to Philadelphia, first time in Philly. Uh, and I was doing photography at this game. And it was cool to see uh just to be at a different stadium and see how the, you know how it looks at the link. And it was it was a great, great day uh, for the commanders. A great, great night, I should say. They went in there, Taylor Heineken, the crew, getting a big dub, big dub. And and every time you thought maybe, you know, the Eagles would get back in it, the Washington defense just stepped up and did big things. And they've done really good. I mean, ever since Taylor Heineke has taken over their four, the four and one, uh, and, and the Heineke show is looking – Pretty good, or oh, that technically three and one, uh, because Wentz did, but they four and one in their last uh five games, and so I like what I've seen from this commanders team. And they've got to be careful against this Titan team this week because tight the Titans are a tough team, they're gonna fight, they're not gonna give up, they're gonna fight. So if you are, uh, if you are this commanders team, don't go on to Houston thinking, oh, it's just gonna be easy because Davis Mills and the guys, you know, Damian Pierce is a tough runner. I fully expect this to be a tough matchup uh, for uh, the commanders. I, I think that the tie uh, the Texans will be in the mix. They'll fight. Uh, and if they keep it close enough, who knows what happens, but for now, the commanders are at number 16 and they're looking pretty good at number 15, the chargers, the, the chargers tough loss to the 49ers. Um, they had the lead at the half 16 to nothing. I mean, 16 to uh, 10 and the 49ers just outscored them 12 to nothing in the second half to win 22 to 16. Uh, they got Elijah Mitchell back 18 carries for 89 yards. He's looking pretty good uh, at this 49ers team. And I think I said this last year and I'll say it again this year. If they get in the playoffs, they're going to be a problem. They're going to be dangerous. They've been there before. They've been to a Super Bowl. They have been the NFC championship game. You know, they got a very um, playoff experienced quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo. They got guys that can run the rock. You got Debo Samuel. Just watch out. Watch out for the number 12 team on this power rank in the, the 49ers. They get in the playoffs, complete problem. At 14, we got the Patriots. The Patriots on a bye last week, so they're sitting pretty at number 14. Number 13, the Cincinnati Bengals also had a bye last week, so they're sitting pretty at number 13. Number 12, we talked about the 49ers and how good they were last week against the Chargers as they are continuing to get that thing rolling. They're five and four, number 12 on our power ranking. Number 11, oh, first time out of the top 10 in, the, in a couple weeks, uh, the Seattle Seahawks lost to uh, Tampa Bay, and Seattle is now uh, on the outside looking in. But they're close, but they're on the outside looking in at 11. And so looking at this team, uh, looking at the Seattle team, the, you know they still have played pretty well. They tried to fight back in that contest, just wasn't enough. But we still have them at eleven because they're they, this team has played really well this year, and technically they are the third seed right now in the NFC. All right, everyone, that was the outside looking in, and it's time, ladies and gentlemen, to crack the top ten. <laughs> 
All right, so we head to the top 10. This is what we look like in the top 10 this week. There it is, Dallas Cowboys, a.k.a. the Arlington Desperados, are at number 10, 6-3 after their loss to Green Bay. Uh, they dropped a little bit from last week. We also have at number 9, the New York Jets. The Jets um, were on a bye this week, so they just still rank, just chilling in the top 10. At number 8, the Tennessee Titans coming fresh off of a win last week, moved themselves right back into the top 10. Uh, they were at number 12 last week. They bumped back into uh, the top 10. They're sitting at number eight. Uh, at number seven, the Baltimore Ravens, who were also on a bye. So they're just sitting pretty in the top 10 at number seven. At number six, here's this is where the drop starts. The Buffalo Bills were the number two. Uh, we had them at number two last week, I believe. Um Excuse me, we had them at number three last week, and they drop all the way to six after their loss to Minnesota. And so we got Buffalo sitting at number six, but it was a great game. That game could have went either way. Jeff, Je Justin Jefferson is a monster, and that's the nicest thing I can say. Justin Jefferson is amazing. <laughs> so, oh, man, I, I just think about the fact that he should have been a Packer, but that's another story for another day. Number six, we got the Buffalo Bills. Number five, the New York Giants, you know, coming in at seven and two. Seven and two is the Giants team. And guess what? They got the Eagles coming up soon. And if that record, the Giants could be, you know, they could, they can still win this division, man. They're not out of this thing by far. They're right there. Only a game back of Philadelphia. Watch out for the Giants team. They're playing sneaky good. Brian DeBall has got the got those boys in the mix. I mean, go figure. So we will see. Uh, at number four, the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins are dangerous, ladies and gentlemen. They are 7-0 and when Tua is starting and, and, and finishing the game. I've talked about it every week. Tua and this Miami team are dangerous. And I got this feeling that Miami's going to find their way into that one seed. And if they do, they're going to cause problems. Are they going to the Super Bowl? I'm not saying that. But they could cause problems if they get that one seed. I think they could cause some problems, man, especially if they definitely if they get a home game. They're going to cause some problems. So watch out for the Miami Dolphins. And number three, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs uh, coming off of a pretty, pretty nice victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars, 27 to 17. Mahomes doing Mahomes things, 26 for 35, 331 yards, four touchdowns. Just just Mahomes it up. Just nothing, nothing too shabby out there in these streets. But. We got Kansas City at number three. At number two, the first time in five weeks, ladies and gentlemen, we got a new number one. So number two, the Philadelphia Eagles. Obviously, their first loss of the season to the Commanders, and a lot of people probably like, they should go further down. They lost to the Commanders. Y'all keep sleeping on this Commanders team, but the Commanders almost should have probably beat the Vikings. Uh, and they've beat some teams this year or should have beaten some teams. You know, the Commanders could easily be seven and three. You know, they, they they could be up there right now, but they're not. But with that being said, they did go into Philadelphia on Monday Night Football and beat the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are at two. And at number one, the new number one, and this hurts my heart to say out loud, the Minnesota Vikings. But, you know, the Vikings have played well this year. Uh, Kirk Cousins is out here balling out. Just a lot of good things from this Minnesota team. The Vikings are the new number one on the power rankings for week 11. Oh man, y'all. So there it is. There's our power rankings, uh, 32 through one or one through 32, whatever way you like to say it. 
And, and you know, uh, the Vikings, congratulations on the new number one spot. First time they're number one on our um, on our countdown, on our power rankings. So congratulations. We 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 um, nah, we don't appreciate you. Go back. Go. I, I'm sorry. I can't do that. Uh, but, so let's go ahead and hit the finale. y'all. Let's go ahead and finish this bad boy up. All right. So we head to the finale, y'all. Let's go ahead and talk about our players of the week. Players of the week for last week. Oh, offensive side, Justin Jefferson, 10 receptions, 193 yards, had a touchdown in the process, 19.3 yards per catch and a 33-30 to 30 victory over Buffalo. Everybody was hyping it as the game of the year, and it has been so far. What a game between those two teams. And in the end, in the end, ladies and gentlemen, the Vikings get the win. They are the new number one on our power rankings. And Justin Jefferson gets the offensive player of the week. Defensive player of the week, Devin White. Uh, this Tampa Bay team struggles all year. Devin White, consistency is all I can say. Nine tackles, two sacks, and a forced fumble and a 22, excuse me, it's supposed to be 21 to 16 victory over Seattle. So those are our players of the week, Justin Jefferson and Devin White. Now let's swing to our top five MVP. And look, y'all, it's completely different. Here it is. Number five, Saquon Barkley helps the um Helps the Giants get back on track. Gets their seventh win of the year. Saquon Barkley leading the league in rushing right now. Watch out for Barkley in the squad. You know, Barkley last week was just amazing. 35 carries, 152 yards, and a touchdown. When everybody said it was time to get rid of him, he goes out there and continues to prove you wrong. Barkley's at number five. Number four, Josh Allen, who dropped a little bit on this one. He's been number one most of the year, but the elbow – you know, may have been bobbing just a little bit last week, but there were some other factors. I mean, they had a chance to win that game, and they just couldn't pull it off. Uh, through an interception as they were driving down the field with a chance to win the game in overtime through a big pick. But still, Josh Allen has had a really good year so far. We got him at number four. And number three, and I really debated that putting him at number one because technically when he's starting and finishing games, he's undefeated, and that's, and that's Tua. You know, Tua has been amazing. Uh, for this team 25 32 285 yards and three touchdowns against the browns he is silencing all the doubters all the people that said bad things about him his arm he can't do this he can't do that guess what the miami dolphins are winning ladies and gentlemen and they look good we got two at number three at number two patty holmes out here doing patty mahomes things throwing another four touchdown performance probably should be number one um and i really debated on putting him number one this week uh, and in a lot of people's eyes, he probably should be number one. But he has what I like to call, you know, people expect you to do it syndrome. And because people expect Pat Mahomes to go out here and throw four or five touchdowns, he may not get the MVP love that he probably deserves. And I'm probably feeding into that. So I'm sorry, Pat Mahomes. But we got Pat Mahomes at number two. And number one, and I just think he deserves it because of – he just deserves it. And that's and that's Justin Jefferson. This. That catch he made, for those who didn't get a chance to, you know, see it or hear it or heard about it, go back and check that game out and watch that one-handed catch by Justin Jefferson. It was amazing. I do not know how he was able to hold on to that ball. I don't even know how he caught the ball. I'm still baffled by it, but nevertheless, he did it. Justin Jefferson is number one in our MVP candidate race this week. All right, y'all, let's tell you about our playoff standings. Let's show you where the playoff standings are right now. New number one in the AFC. New number one in the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs. Sitting pretty at number two. 
They are the new number one in the AFC. Number two, this is a jump from last week. The Dolphins are now the two seed. So I'm telling y'all, watch out for them. If they sneak in it, problems could be coming. The Dolphins are the new number two seed. Number three, the Titans move back up into the slot there at number three. The Ravens are at number four. They got the Jets at number five, the Bills at number six. Big drop from the Bills. They were the one seed, fall all the way down to the sixth seed after that loss to Minnesota. At number seven, a new team has entered the picture, and that is the New England Patriots. So if you're reading this right, ladies and gentlemen, four, count them, all four of the AFC East teams are in the playoffs. And all of their quarterbacks under the age of 25. Go figure. That is a dangerous, dangerous thing they got going now, right now in the AFC. Just a dangerous, dangerous uh, conference. Now let's switch back to the uh, switch to the NFC. Number one, still the Eagles, but nipping on their heels are the number two seed Minnesota Vikings. So just imagine if Minnesota had won that game, they would be the one seed right now in in the NFC. And I'm telling you, if they somehow get that one seed in the NFC. Going through Minnesota to try to go to the Super Bowl is going to be a problem. That crowd is loud. That crowd is is it's just a ruckus. So be prepared, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I got to say. At number three, the Seattle Seahawks still hanging on to their spot in that division, but the 49ers are on their heels, so watch out Seattle. At number four, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers starting to make some space in the NFC South there at number four. And if they get in, they're going to be a problem. So just watch out for Tampa Bay. At number five, the Giants. The Giants could sneak up, who knows, and and get themselves into that number one talk conversation. It's really tight at the top of the NFC between the Giants, the Vikings, and the Eagles. Then at number six, you got the Dallas Cowboys, a.k.a. the Arlington Desperados. And at number seven, you got the San Francisco 49ers. Last week, five and nine, y'all. Bad week for a brother. I struggled just a little bit. Sad times, uh, but it was a it was just a bad week for picking for me. I, I don't well, I know where I went wrong. I, I I made some mistakes along the way, but some of those wins were, let's be honest with you, a little bit surprising. Some of the people didn't didn't see, you know, this maybe going the way that it did, but it did, and so you just you just kind of deal with it. But overall, eighty four and sixty five, which I will take. Very, very cool day, 84, 65, and 1. Hopefully, we'll be able to bounce back this week. Let's talk you to our Thursday night game. Thursday night game, Titans and Packers. That's right. Tonight, Titans and Packers. And this hurts my heart to even put it on the screen. I got the Titans winning this one 24 to 23. I hope, ladies and gentlemen, that I am wrong. I hope I was wrong last week. I was very happy about it. So one of those losses last week, I'm very happy about. I do not mind starting 0-1. This week, I do not mind it, but uh, I like Tennessee uh, and I like Derrick Henry. And I think that's going to cause the Packers problems all night long at Lambeau. And I hope I hope, ladies and gentlemen, that I'm wrong. I'm hoping that the Packers get a dub tonight. All right. So here is my uh, predictions, my winners for the week. I got, of course, the Titans winning over the Packers. Got the Falcons beating the Bears, the Bills beating the Browns. The Eagles beating the Colts, the Jets getting a win over the Patriots to move the seven and three. The Saints somehow beating the Rams. I, 
I don't know who's winning that game. I, I, I did a coin flip. I just, to be honest with you, the Saints are at home, so I give it to them. Uh, the Giants and the Lions, this is a trap game for the Giants. Be careful. Be careful if you're the Giants because the Lions could sneak this one. I almost picked the Lions, but I know better right now because every time I pick them, they do me dirty. I got the Giants in that one. The Ravens over the Panthers. The Commanders over the Texans. Watch out, Commanders. This is a setup game if you're not careful. Uh, the Broncos beating the Raiders. I am done picking the Raiders. Until they start winning, I am done picking the Raiders. And, and uh, There's only a couple teams that I would pick them against. And I, right now, I just – Russell's going to figure it out. We got the Broncos winning that one. Vikings and Cowboys, I got the Vikings. I got the Bengals over the Steelers, the Chiefs over the Chargers, and the 49ers over the Cardinals. All right, everyone, that is it. Thank you all for tuning in for another episode of one-on-one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network, uh, episode 81. It's been it's been a fun one. We got Thursday Night Football coming to you in about a little, little over an hour, so be ready at 820 tonight. Should be a good one. Packers and, and Titans, go Pack Go. You already know what it's about back there. But I hope you all enjoy the game tonight. And like I said, every week on this show, Enjoy some football. I know some people for high school, this season is over. But if your team is in the playoffs, go and, and watch that. Or if you know a good high school game, go and check that out. College uh, football, go check that out if you get an opportunity. Watch some NFL. Just enjoy some football this weekend. Once again, everybody, thank you all. I'm going to be heading to Houston on Saturday for Commanders and, um, and Texans. So I'll be down there getting some shots. I'm excited about that opportunity. Uh, and, and once again, thank you to Bowie TV for the opportunity there. And that's it, y'all. Y'all have yourself a phenomenal weekend and enjoy some football. Until next time. Legacy Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one-on-one, one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the